daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello, and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that is a virgin too, unless you count cantaloupes. <laughs> so that was a uh, that was a quote from very recent Pit classic, uh, <laughs> Ridiculous Six, from my favourite performance in any of these films, given by Twilight and probably FHM's Man of the Year, <laughs> Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I thought that would be a good quote because. There's no chance I've said it before because the first time I heard it was last night. So Very fresh. Um, So how are you doing today, Luke? My mind is still warped from the Ridiculous Six and the fact that I loved it, even though I hated it. It's a confusing little uh, couplet to say that you hated Ridiculous Six, but it is in the castle for uh, being so good. Uh, So that nicely introduces us. I'm Luke. He's Luke. We are the Sandler Pit. We watch every Adam Sandler film and then say if it's good, like be Halloween and the Ridiculous Six. Absolute classics. They go in the uh, Sandler Castle with all those other good films. Mm-hmm. If it's bad, then it gets banished to the Sandler Pit with such classics as Click and The Cobbler. The Cobbler. Bedtime, uh, stories. bedtime stories. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we've swapped personalities. And that leads nicely into our little film. What are we talking about yeah. today? So this week we're watching a film that doesn't feature Adam Sandler in a lead role, but he's got a cameo that's quite an extended one. And I think he's also executive producer on it. We'll have to have a look at that. It's called The Hot Chick and it's a comedy film from 2002 led by your favourite of the Happy Madison guys, Mr. Rob Schneider. Oh, fuck's sake. He plays like a criminal, basically. I think he's a criminal. And for some reason they touch like a cursed object or some... You know, that sort of usual The classic thing. stuff. And... and he swaps places with Rachel McAdams, who's a teenager at a high school. Great. What's your opinion on body swap films as a kind of subgenre? I always like them, for the most part, because I think one of those, it's just like an easy situation for comedies. It's like a fish out of water type thing. I usually don't mind that What's change your of favorite? perspectives. My favourite one. I watched the original Freaky Friday this year, or last year. On Disney Plus, that? crap. I'm joking. <laughs> it was it was all right. Um, Jodie Foster, right? Yeah, Jodie Foster's the the kid in it, so it's from like the seventies, I guess. I'm gonna have a look at body swap things because I always I say um, I like them, but I, I struggle just then when you ask that. Do you have want you me to say my favorite? Yes, my favorite is the film Vice Versa with uh, Judd Reinhold and some boy. Uh, actually, I think the boy ended up growing up to be a Adam fail. Sandler. I'm joking. <laughs> he ended up being like a fairly famous actor. I think he was the little kid in Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. I think he's the little boy in that. He's very, they're very good. He's one of the best. Uh, Fred Savage, is it? Fred Savage, yeah. I think he was a very good child actor. You know, in that whole era where dads were always like hardworking executives who had no time yeah. for their kids. Like he, Michael Newman. Yeah, the Michael Newman type. So Judge Reinhold is one of those. And then the kid is just a kid who's a normal kid. But then they swap bodies. Uh, the kid is really good. He's like played up like he's a business executive and stuff. Then Judge Reinhold 
instead of acting like a normal kid, is like this dipshit, like, ooh, yeah, I want to get an ice cream, Dad. <laughs> He's, it's very funny. Again, it's one of those silly, like, they've grabbed, like, an ancient object. Yeah. That, people don't talk about that one in the classic. Yeah, uh, I've never heard of that, actually. It does sound quite fun. But, like, Freaky Friday, I, I really liked the Lindsay Lohan one when I was younger. I haven't watched it in years, so it's probably stupid. But, like, at the time, I quite liked that sort yeah. of just contrast. I thought it was quite fun. Leads to a lot of good scenarios. Um, Big is a good one that's also quite creepy. Very creepy if you think about it for more than two seconds, especially some of the things that happen. I'm looking at a list right now on the Guardian website. Face Off is there, which I don't know if that fully (laughs) counts, but that is quite a good one. It's quite fun. Yeah, definitely. That's a face swap movie rather than a body swap movie. (laughs) You would know, wouldn't you? If you were John Travolta's wife and he just came in and had Nicolas Cage's body, you'd know. Yeah, if me and you swapped faces... Oh, yeah. Uh, people would be like, why do you have a jigsaw puzzle tattoo on your arm? Another one that's quite good is 17 again. That's quite a good film. Never seen that one, actually. I, that I remember that? dismissing it when I was younger, thinking, oh, it's another Zac Efron film, like High School Musical 2. But it was actually quite funny. The one I watched the most recently was the, I think it's The Change Up with Ryan Reynolds. And, yeah, um, not great. Very bad. Very, very bad yeah. and very long. Jason Bateman, who I always like. I didn't like him in that. Um, yeah, and Ryan Reynolds, who's usually yeah. pretty good. Your choice is seventh, by the way. Vice versa, seventh best. Very good Change film. Up is the ninth one. Then it's got 13 going on 30, which was quite a good film. Hot Chick is coming in at number 12 on this list. Well, number one, best. I'm guessing, was Big or Freaky Friday, right? Big, yeah. yeah. Do you want to guess what number 17 is? No idea. A little film called The Cobbler. <laughs> the Guardian's 17th best body swap film. Well, that means that any filmmakers out there make one more film, could be the worst film ever, that has a body swap element. Bam, it's better than The Cobbler. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah. Number Easy. 20 is Nine Lives, the one where Kevin Spacey switches bodies with a cat. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, body swap films, I think, are one of the, that genre, which is a really, really overdone trope. But it could end up being really good. So, like, this year, there was a film called Palm Springs, which has a very overused trope of people being stuck in a time loop, like Groundhog mm-hmm. Day. But they played it with it that one of the characters had been in this time loop for 2,000 years. I, I've not watched it yet, by the way. I won't spoil it, but... <laughs> Yeah. One of the characters, he's been in this time loop for 2,000 years, so he's just given up on everything. And then another character ends up in the same time loop and she starts trying to find out what to do and he like mm. helps her and then they yeah. kind of fall for each other. So I think that that's, again, another subgenre which is overdone. But with the right filmmaker, you can breathe new life into these things. Yeah, I think you can take different spins yeah. on those. It's the same if you're talking time loops, you've got like Edge of Tomorrow, which is a really good action yeah. version of it. But I don't think we're going to get a, a new spin on it. I think this is going to be very much like <laughs> I'm a high school girl that's in Rob Schneider's horrible little body. Oh, and then God. a criminal that's like, I'm in Rachel McAdams' attractive body. And I think you can kind of imagine what's going to happen in yeah. quite a few of these situations. But I remember liking it when I watched it when I was younger, but I was watching it secondary school age. So probably like 12, 13, that sort of thing. Do you know if this was aimed at like a kid market as well? Because we say like films like... No, there's a lot of rude stuff in it. Good. So it never was... No, I'm not saying good for rude. I mean, it's good that it was never aimed at children like Big Daddy was. I think it was like the certificate over here was like a 12 or a 15 possibly. So it was it was definitely older. But yeah, it should be interesting. I think it's going to have a lot of the crazy tropes. It's quite an over-the-top film. And 
it came at that time where Anna Faris was in like Scary Movie and whatever, and you haven't see, really seen her in films for a while. Yeah, now. I haven't seen her in ages, actually. So as always, uh, like you said, with tropes, we have a list of, I think at the moment, about 65 yeah. different tropes that we've seen in all these Adam Sandler films, such as Inexplicable Love Interest, Coca-Cola on screen. Hitting nuts. Hitting nuts. <laughs> Kevin James, a big fart, and we'll randomly generate these and then we'll find out later uh, who did the best and got the most tropes mm-hmm. on our bingo sheet you can see it on our instagram at the sandler pit uh, quite a few of them are things like sandler screams sandler sings sandler's good at sports we'll just change those to schneider schneider's yeah schneider's never good at sports no well maybe we should do schneider's small. bad at sports and then <laughs> make a joke about how bad he is at sports he gets hurt a lot as well, doesn't he? I think we need to add like Rob Schneider gets injured. Yeah. I think that this is going to be pretty heavy on those tropes. I think. Yeah, me too. Apart from the fact the ones that are like very soundless specific. Other than that, I think you're going to get your feel. Have you got any like expectations or predictions about this film? Well, if it's anything like The Animal, uh, we did notice that Rob Schneider doesn't seem to give as much of a shit as Adam Sandler about how he's portrayed. Like we said about the implied bestiality in the animal that Mm -hmm. I can't imagine a classy actor like Adam Sandler wanting to do. So I reckon that this is again going to have a lot of very, very gross, horrible humour that hasn't dated well. That's my main expectation, that he'll push it really far. I think it's safe to say that's probably a good expectation to have going into this. (laughs) So grab your um, mystical object and a person who's the exact opposite of you, maybe your grandma, maybe your daughter, maybe your son. Or a cat. Maybe a cat. Oh, uh, and let's go jump into the Schneider shack to watch this classic. I need to get my body back. That's good, isn't it? Go into that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. See you in a bit. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. Boys are cheats and liars. You're such a big disgrace. They will tell you anything to get to second baseball. Baseball, he thinks he's gonna score. And we are back. We've swapped back into our regular bodies. (laughs) Wow. He's wearing earrings. We're ready to talk about the film, The Hot Chick. (laughs) So to start off with Luke, I know we've spoken a bit about what this film is, but do you want to go into the plot? Absolutely. So this is a um, 2002 Tom Brady film. I've just realized he's the guy who did The Animal as well. Oh, um, great. So more of him. Uh, and basically, <laughs> there's a very spoiled, kind of rude, mean girl played by Rachel McAdams. And she's a bit of a dickhead to people, but she's mm-hmm. really popular and really cool and really good at cheerleading. And then Rob Schneider's like a little rat of a man. (laughs) He's like a little horrible criminal. Yeah, he lives in like a little hovel and everything, doesn't he? He's got a little house. I was wondering how they're going to swap bodies. And this is an ancient Egyptian artifact, which are these uh, a pair of earrings. Starts Um, with a flashback to 50 BC. They seem very well preserved for something 2,000 years old. Yeah, not bad. I don't know how they ended up here. Not bad at all. Like the metal on it is fantastic somehow they end up in this store rachel mcadams steals them and then rob schneider i assumed he'd steal it because he's a criminal but she's treating him like such a shit (laughs) that she just drops it while she's like beating him up or like parping her horn making him fill up her car 
then obviously they both put it in at the same time. They swap bodies and absolute hilarity ensues. <laughs> what did you think of the hot chick, Luke? I don't know what I thought of this, to be honest. I've seen this a few times already, as I told you. And I quite liked it when I was younger. I think I probably liked it more than like the animal, if that's saying much. It does hit all the body swap notes. I think thinking back to the cobbler, this is basically what I wanted from the cobbler, I guess. I wanted it to be stupid. I wanted there to be fish out of water scenarios. I wanted there to be people getting confused about why this man was acting like a woman. You know, it, it does hit all those notes. But at the same time, it does meander quite a lot. And it is quite boring. Just like most of the other films, it is quite dated. There's a lot of like use of like the word gay as being like a negative. It's supposed to be teenagers, even though most of them look like, you know, 30 year old men. Some of them look older than me and you. And they're like these jocks. Not older than me, mate. (laughs) No one looks older than me. The picture of you as a kid and you already look like you were upset about something. Yeah, there's a picture of me as a kid and I look, I've got the same receding hairline (laughs) as like a four-year-old boy. And I'm still like pissed off looking. It's so funny. The main thing about this that I don't like is that, as usual, Rob Schneider as the lead isn't good. His version of being a girl is that he has a lisp that she doesn't have when she's... When she's in her own body, suddenly he's like, oh, Billy, come back. Love me again, please. He's like lisping and I don't understand it. I don't think there was many moments where I was convinced that Rob Schneider was a girl inside his body with the way he was acting. Right, they yeah. just use it to like make him act really camp. I did laugh quite a few times. I'm not going to lie. It is just yeah. absurd. It is quite funny. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually quite liked it quite a bit. Um <laughs> you're actually such a massive fan of rob schneider you liked the animal and now you like this as well no the animal was more like i liked bits and then i was horrified this i thought was pretty pretty consistent i was actually quite surprised i really thought it would be horrible there'd be some really really horrible stuff like in the cobbler what it actually is it's kind of a a nice (laughs) comedy most of it yeah yeah rob schneider is definitely the worst part but I, do, I really like all the friends. Okay. And I really like Rachel McAdams. She's in everything she's in, I really like her. Like she mm-hmm. was in um, Game Night, and I thought she was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like Rachel McAdams. In this, she's kind of playing the Mean Girls, similar character, isn't she, as uh, Regina George from Mean Girls? Yeah, I agree. I think the, the cast back in them are all quite good. I, I quite like, I mean, it is a stupid over the top character, but most of their parents are quite good as well. I was going to say the same. Uh, yeah. One's Jan from The Office. The one thing I will say about this <laughs> is that for some reason, everyone fancies everyone Rob fancies Schneider. Him. That's the most hard to believe part. Harder to believe than that, it's, that he's a woman trapped in that body. But It's cinematic realism. We've got to pretend that he's actually handsome and good looking, but he's not like a little rat man. I think what who, who fancies him? There's the mum fancies him. Um, Anna Faris fancies him. The I've barman fancies him at one point yeah that was a horrible that's the big ending. reveal the big reveal is that he's about to get raped by a uh, a barman that's such a horrible way to end the film isn't it yeah so like i thought he was gonna learn to not be a scumbag at the end i thought rachel mcadams would have even footing in this film she's she's barely oh in yeah there. she's barely there isn't she um she's in the start the end and a few scenes in the middle but mainly a rob schneider film it's all about her in his body not the other way around which mm-hmm. i think is a missed opportunity because when rachel mcadams is in it pretending to be rob schneider she's actually quite good she's like much more she's, 
She's a lot more formidable than Rob Schneider is in that we see of his character. She's mm-hmm. like actually quite like tough and ruthless yeah. whilst he's like a little shriveling nerd. Yeah, pretty much. It's a pretty fun film to be fair. It isn't as offensive as it definitely could have been compared to some of their other ones, but there is still a bit of like a... I mean, it's the same thing if you watch back any films from that sort of time, you're going to find definitely. stuff that doesn't... Because things have just changed so much so quickly recently. Yeah, and that's a good thing as well, that we can look back and be like, oh, that's not as acceptable now, and mm-hmm. that we've changed as a society. But honestly, maybe I'm just getting desensitised, but this was probably one of the most harmless ones we've watched. Yeah, I guess I so. thought at times. I'm just thinking about The Cobbler, mate, and how things like that, which were just inexplicably horrible to uh, certain people. And then this one, I guess, at least is just a silly comedy. Right, I'm going to say now, don't you love the dad? (laughs) I love the dad. He just keeps like farting and getting his balls out and stuff. So the dad is, his whole thing is, he's just a bit of a schlubby guy. He's got marital problems and he hires a gardener uh, and the gardener that he hires is Rob Schneider. Well, his daughter trapped in Rob Schneider's body. Yeah. And then the first thing he does is like, he's like really nice to him. Then he gives him a beer. Then he has a chat with him. Then he decides to play basketball with him. He's like the best boss ever. Hmm. Then like he catches he Rob does Schneider also, like, bathing his he wife. Also farts. <laughs> he farts on Rob Schneider at one point though. And then he shows him his pubes. And then kicks him in the head <laughs> or elbows him in the yeah, head. Yeah, he elbows basketball. him. He says... Something like Taquito, I thought we were amigos. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> there was another one where he, he tried to speak Mexican and he said something like, Oh, shut up, oh. He says, yeah. Shut up, oh, Taquito. So, yeah, he's a bit bad, but he's also like. He's yeah, proper he, like dad humor, though, isn't it? You yeah. know, like dads do say these kind of things, even now. <laughs> but at the end, the boy who like he keeps wearing heels, the the younger brother and also that was a bit when he's like i'll accept you whoever you are the yeah. little boy i like the kid and yeah, then there was a his bit when his name's booger booger yeah i like <laughs> i liked him and then there's a bit when the dad says to him because they're running out to try and find the daughter he's wearing heels and he's like you've got to learn how to run in those heels if you're gonna wear them buddy yeah yeah <laughs> it's so quite nice, nice. yeah <laughs> it's, it's lovely they just accept him i, I think oh. i wrote that um the kid called Booger, he's like he's like the most progressive character in the film and he's like an a eight-year-old boy or whatever it is. Yeah, very progressive little lad. Uh, I liked him. I liked, the, I liked that whole family. They made yeah, the film. Yeah, they are quite fun. And then as well, Anna Faris, April, I think her name is, her family are quite funny too. She's got this dad yeah. who's this really serious guy. <laughs> he's always like building model airplanes while the mum's like a curtain twitcher, like really worried yeah. about her kid. Except she's a curtain twitcher because she hears male shouting, male yeah. pissing. It's like, understandable. People banging around. Why is no <laughs> <Yeah>. one checking? <laughs> but the dad's like, leave her alone. Basically, the dad excuses it, thinking that it's April going through puberty because he like, holds up a bar of soap that's like covered in pubes at one point. <laughs> the Anna Faris thing. So that's one of the best scenes in the film. God, I loved this film, didn't I? <laughs> It's a bit when she's doing the uh, the song, which I really like. I've tried to write down some of it. It's like... Um, Something baseball. Baseball, baseball. He thinks he's going to score. He thinks he's going to score. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Funny. But the development there is that she falls in love with her best friend because she's trapped in the body of Rob Schneider. If this was made now, that would be like a relationship between Rachel McAdams and... 
um, and Anna Faris now, wouldn't it? It was, seemed like it was going that way. Like she was like, oh, I realise that I'm in love with you. Yeah. And then she's like, no, I'm in love with Bobby. And then it's just forgotten about. Oh, you think it would be I an thought, actual relationship between Yes, them? I thought Rachel McAdams was going to realise that Bobby was no good. Or Billy. I can't Billy. remember. I, I think, think that, was... that would have been better. A better yeah, ending. maybe. I think it was just more that Anna Faris was just the only one that, that was like had those feelings. It would have been better if it had been reciprocated, I'm saying. Maybe. It would be probably be realized... more interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, if they'd have realised they were they were actually in love with each other because one of them had turned into Rob Schneider, that'd be quite a <laughs> ridiculous. I'd have liked that, but it can't it with, can't be uh, that Billy. much down to like face value. It must be personality because he, yeah, it must he's be. still Rob Schneider. The reason that she falls in love with just because he's um, got a penis. No, it's because she's like, oh, you're it's like saying things, giving me things, saying how I'm perfect and all this. It's the person inside that she's in love with that'd have been more interesting to explore but then i guess it's just her in love with rob schneider's disgusting shell yeah because at the end yeah (laughs) yeah, she's giving him a a little bit of a cheeky how old are they all do you think there's like multiple shots of rob schneider revealing himself to this like group of young girls that was the parts of the film that always made me uncomfortable because rob schneider's got to be 40 in this surely yeah well he's 60 now He's 60 so, now, so that was yeah. 18 years ago. So he'd have been like 42. Yeah. Oh no, he's 57. So it'd have been 39. Still, yeah, that sort of age. Knowing all of the stuff about him as a person, his views, it, it does change how you look at someone. Like knowing that he's basically a COVID denier and an anti-vaxxer and all of that oh, stuff yeah. really doesn't help. Very but bad bloke. Just in general, I do find him quite hard to like and root for kind of obvious why his career hasn't hit the same heights as Adam Sandler's. There's a bit like, at the end of this that's a blooper reel. Did you see any of that? Yes, I I wrote that down. It's the most uncomfortable blooper reel I've ever seen in my life because it's him fudging lines over and over again and only he is laughing. Yeah. And you can't hear crew or the directors or the other actors laughing. It's no. just him. And you know it's Anna so Ferris is sat opposite him as well. He, even the way he sort of talks... He's like, go again, go again. again. It's him that's messing it up, but he's like instructing her like he's a director or something. I was looking at that and I was thinking, oh man, I hate this guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's the big problem. Like, I think that this film was a pretty reasonable and decent body swap film. But anyone could have played that role better, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. This is the best I've ever seen him, and I still didn't like him. Again, it's the exact same thing as Animal, is that he's like really thrown himself into it. In the first like 15 minutes, you see him bang his head on like the bumper of a car loads of times, and then he gets like kicked down the stairs. That bit, when he kept falling down the stairs, then he stands up and he slips again and keeps falling. Yeah, uh, That did make me laugh. What did you think of the other friends? I think there might be one too many. There's one girl that doesn't really say or do anything. The one who's Ross's girlfriend in Friends. Maybe. Friends. Oh, you've never seen Friends, have you? No. The white girl with like red red brown kind of hair? Yeah. Yeah. Just a spare part, really. I really like the friend who's um, got a Korean mum. Is it? Although, (laughs) I think it could have been done way better, but I like bits of it. So she's got a a black father and a, a Korean mother. Yeah. And her Korean mother keeps coming in and being, well, most of the time being very nice. She's not nice at the uh, the dance. She's a bit racist there, but she's kind of nice. And her daughter's like, out of all the Korean liquor stores, why did she have to walk into that one? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that's her birth mum. 
That's not like a, a stepmom. That's a birth mom. She's like basically totally this this girl wants to totally like cut off the Asian part of her, doesn't she? She wants to cut off the Korean part and just be a cool black person so she can befriend Tia and Tamira from Sister Sister. It used to be on Nickelodeon. Oh, is that um, I didn't know who they were. They didn't really do anything in this, considering they were in like quite a big show, but mm. maybe this was a bit after that. I did actually. So at the end, in the last scene, she's wearing like traditional Korean clothing at her graduation. And I actually went, oh, (laughs) did it again. It got me again. (laughs) I kind of like it. I think that's quite bad. That whole storyline, I just thought was just awkward, overplayed, (laughs) like racial stereotypes. I get the joke. Why do I like these? (laughs) It isn't a bad. No, I like the heart about it. It wasn't the joke. I liked the kind of. The, the arc the idea yeah the arc was good yeah it's quite nice. but then it but then it did at the prom scene i'm not even going to talk about that because it did go into horrific racial stereotypes yeah. which i'm not advocating yeah the mum basically uses the n-word and then not good also drives off in a car that has like hydraulics so it's like bouncing up and down san andreas style yeah not good i did uh write over and over again oh i really like this korean mum and then that bit happened and i just stopped writing (laughs) and we'll leave it at that (laughs) and that we're done now the other Um, two friends there's the emo friend but she's not a friend at the start but then when she becomes rob schneider they become mates kind of liked her thought she was all right yeah, she's quite quite funny. It is silly, but I do like the bit at the start when they annoy her and then she starts she like hexing like a... them. <laughs> Hex, yeah. If I hadn't seen the earring scene just be- at the start, I'd have thought, oh, that was probably going to be... Yeah, it could have been a more effective red herring for sure. But I also like the fact that that did give the plot a kind of red her- They were like, oh, the girl who always does hexes, let's go and confront yeah. her. The plot contrivances, I thought, were good. I like the fact that they asked for his fingerprints when he started, and then that ended up, they found out he was a criminal from that. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they turned into each other, not swap places. So it explains why she didn't just go and find him yeah. straight away. She didn't know where to look. I like the fact that she has all these enemies that she goes to see. It's a bit episodic. The plot, I thought, kind of moved along fairly nicely, but it does, like you said, does get a little bit boring. I can't remember where. Uh, I think you're right. I think there's enough here that makes it actually feel like a film compared to some of the, the other animal. ones that we've... Yeah, compared to the animal and like a Jack and Jill and stuff like that. There is actually enough of a structure for it to be, you know, it works. Did you like the um, pillow fight scene? <laughs> that was so stupid. It's silly, but it's quite quite funny, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how Rob Schneider could be that strong to, to swing a pillow and smack someone into a wall <laughs> so hard. I think we should talk about the reason we're here, really, is our hero, Mr. Adam Sandler. Yay! I forgot about that. And he appears... It's more than a cameo, right? It's three separate scenes, I suppose? Yeah, he's like a named character, probably. Yeah. I don't know his name. (laughs) (laughs) So I told you before, off record, basically, to watch this Rob Schneider skit. I forgot. Sorry. (laughs) Do you want to watch it right now? (laughs) No, it's fine. Basically, you know how in The Animal, Adam Sandler played Townie? the you can do it guy in the hot chick he's basically playing a rob schneider character from saturday night live right I see. he just always works in like a thrift store and says oh this is really interesting it comes from a native tribe up here oh and also you put your weed in it like about all these different weed, things yeah. 
So it's just that's it. It's just like a running joke. So Adam Sandler's basically playing that character in this one. Right. He's very good in this. I really liked his character. He made me laugh. I liked the look of him, the voice, the drums. Uh, the drums was really <laughs> good, funny. That was really funny. It, yeah. So like every time any like the earrings show up or they're discussing the the history, this mythology, there's like a drum beat going. I think it happens twice, twice where he's, yeah. Where the woman's like, stop playing those drums. It's Adam Sandler playing them. Yeah. Really Anytime me. there's an intense moment, he, he plays the drums. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like him in this. He's quite understated, I guess, compared to what he's usually like. He's just doing his sort of whispering voice. Very yeah. relaxed, zoned out Adam Sandler. It was definitely against type and I, uh, I really liked it. What do you think was one of the best jokes in this film? Hmm. Have you have you got one ready to go? I've, I've got one. I'll my favourite bit of the film. They're going to the hairstylist, no. and they go and they go and they do all these different haircuts, which is is impossible. They like make his hair grow longer and shorter and give yeah. him a little beard, and then they end up at Rob Schneider's hair like he had the whole time, and then they have a massive poster of the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> and they cross off all the. Yeah, then there's one who just did have Rob Schneider's hair. It really made me laugh. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I don't want to I spoil later scene. on, but that was the moment when I was like, I actually do like this film. It is a good joke. It is a good joke. Rob Schneider with blonde hair in particular is quite funny as well. <laughs> one of my jokes that I really don't like, is oh, the opposite of my favourite, is that there's a bit where the boyfriend, Billy's on the phone and he's, and Rob Schneider says to him when he's... he's oh, yeah. His body, he's like, oh dear, I should have made love to you when I had the chance. And then Billy goes, Father McCady, like he's these <sighs> priests from when he was younger. Oh, the, the <laughs> there's a lot of again, that sort of stuff. Very dark implications. Yeah, yeah, there's that's... quite a few weird, weird bits. There's like a, a subplot about April making her ex boyfriend jealous by kissing the janitor. I was just thinking the whole time, right. Imagine if, so for my work, I have to get a DBS certificate and it's a fucking bastard to get before you start doing any work around like kids or young people. Mm -hmm. This janitor (laughs) has walked off the street, goes into the male showers and screams and cries. He keeps approaching all the students. He then joins the cheer team and no one cares. And then he goes to the prom with one of the students and then he's caught kissing her. And I know that's the moment when they're like, this guy's a wrong one. Mm-hmm. But fucking hell, it's it taken takes a lot a while. to get there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he does. He just wanders into places, doesn't he? He manages to become the gardener. Next minute, he's like giving jam from the yeah. office of bars. Oh, by doing a fucking Mexican impression. Obviously. You can't have classic, Rob Schneider playing classic America, Schneider. There's like a typical nightclub scene and like a dance off, which you always seem to get in like an early <laughs> 2000 film. I feel like there's this exact same scene in American Pie. Spider Man 3. Oh, Spider Man yeah. 3, yeah. <laughs> and that also leads to a fight scene where someone says that Rob Schneider's fighting style is Thai queer, though. Oh, dear. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that. There's a lot, of, a lot of homophobic jokes in this film, actually. A mm-hmm. lot. That was the bartender until the reveal, which is way worse. I was like, what's his fucking problem? <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. like, if Rob Schneider was a gay man, why is he just frowning at him? So yeah, crossing much? his eyes and refusing crossing to, like, serve eyes. him a cocktail. He's so weird. And then the reveal that he's actually a fucking rapist is so gross and horrible. Like, you know. It could have had a joke of him, like, coming on to him or something, but... Go in the whole yeah. lock in the car, lock door, in the car door, and, and speed. Driving it off. away as he's screaming in the back. Yeah, that, face up against the window. Film. 
crazy. I'm the same as you. I can't help but like some of it, but at the same time, it does also have a bit where in the uh, nightclub, a nightclub owner points at a sign that says no strangling the dancers. That made me laugh a bit. Yeah, the nightclub owner, him having convenient signs for everything he's saying. And then at the end, Rob Schneider, as Rachel McAdams, has become a, a stripper to make money. They've swapped back into their regular bodies. Rob Schneider's getting arrested. Anyway, they're all outside. And then the strip club owner goes to the real Rachel McAdams and he's like, you need to get back inside. And then the dad puts his arm around her. He's like, the only place this little lady is going is home with me and my wife. <laughs> and the guy says, what kind of place do you think I'm running here, pal? <laughs> so silly. And also, there's a sign that says Monday night is gay night. Oh yeah, that wasn't good. When he changes back as well, they like sort of CGI Rob Schneider's head onto Rachel McAdams' body that just like really a brief horrible, moment. Then his penis grows and it makes like a spring sound. It's like doing. I think in the animal, there's a lot of those kind of weird sound effects. Yeah. Like a cartoon. Apparently there was also a that's a huge bitch in this, but I didn't catch it, catch which that. was also in the animal and this from Juice Bigelow. More yeah. on that in 10 episodes time. Oh no. Judging by this streak, you're going to fucking love it. It'll be <laughs> your new, your new favourite series. I don't get it. It's a mystery to me because I really don't like Rob Schneider as a person or an actor at all in anything. Yeah. And yet the two films I've seen him with, well, the animal I didn't like. Didn't you? You could be forgiven for thinking i did i reckon on a second watch you'd be like castle in the castle <laughs> no enough in that was bad this one though is actually pretty solid teen comedy uh yeah. it's not nothing special there's a bit as well when there's a, a guy who gets beaten up by rob schneider in uh, rachel mcadams and he's like i got some shots in and then there's a hard cut to <laughs> rachel mcadams just kicking the shit out of him <laughs> yeah that bit is good and she's called the hot chick bandit when she does that his mum also appears in this briefly as the woman judging the cheerleading oh, section. She seems good. Did yeah. you know that And Rachel McAdams and the mum in this, uh, there's only 11 years difference between them. And you can kind of tell. Quite an obvious age gap, I'd say. The film is included on the film critic Roger Ebert's most hated list. Yeah, oh, he no. He hates it. Why it's a remake it? as well. Did you know that? Is it? Of what a of? film called Goodbye Charlie that has also been remade as Switch... And the hot chick, Mr. and Miss, and it's also been remade as Double Dribble. <laughs> I don't know much about it. No one's added even a plot description on that one. So Good. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that, really. <laughs> Shall we go on to our Schneider scales? Yes, let's go on to the Schneider scale. How did you do on your Schneider scale? Very shit. Oh, Very really? Shit. Very shit. Uh, I didn't wow. get a line. I feel like I might have only got one. <laughs> but Jesus. I've put down three so the one i definitely got was my middle square man dressed as woman yep yeah you got uh, it quite a few times bob schneider in rachel mcadam's body yeah then we've got inexplicable love interest i put that for billy in love with rob schneider's body or like yeah or anna faris in love with whatever it's kind yeah, of inexplicable. fair yeah and best friend he has nothing in common with this is hard right his character was barely in it if we're going rachel mcadams i guess maybe the fact that she's trapped in a 70 year old man's body and her best friend is anna faris that's a bit inexplicable or i think that's fair i think you could even go the route of saying that jessica is a character with though let's say the soul of jessica she doesn't really have as much in common with april april's like a nice naive innocent girl for the most part and Jessica isn't a very nice person at the start. 
maybe. I liked her at the end. I I liked Jessica as a character. You know, I thought she was quite. Uh, yeah, I think quite they good. they go a bit heavy handed with making her really horrible at the start. But in the same before the body swap, you do see that she's nice to her little brother. So yeah. like it's enough. It's not like Michael <laughs> Newman. <laughs> I loved the bit though when she uh, she's walking back and then she fucking throws a basketball in the hoop and I was like bloody hell this is an Adam Sandler produced film isn't it? Yeah yeah you can always, always. tell there's always a, a bit of a presence of basketball isn't there? I didn't get Injured Animal, uh, I didn't get Chris Rock, I didn't get Nick Swatson amazing, I didn't get Peter Dante I had the shittest one this week Yeah this um, is tough. Now I didn't get a sports team cap I don't think There must be, all I the jocks see one. they must be did you know they've all got like they switch, were wearing the varsity jackets they were wearing the varsity jackets but lovely hair i would be quite surprised if there isn't a sports team cap in this well any... a cap quite a bit at the start my last one maybe i got this but maybe i didn't kids love him yeah kids, kids kids don't love plural. him there's one kid who loves him but that's because it's not because it's rob schneider it's because it's his sister and if you count them as kids the teenage girls again they don't love rob schneider though they love their friend trapped in that body yeah that's quite a tough one isn't it i think i think i would give it to you just about all right well if you give it to me then i get a line and i'll work that out uh man inexplicable interest bloody kids love him bloody i would say it's not till very late in though yeah 50 50 minutes 55 minutes let's say yeah i don't fucking know you win you win whatever (laughs) like this is ridiculous on the total opposite of the spectrum, I had a bloody whale of a time on the Schneider scale oh. this week. So I got a line through the middle. My line was a Schneider scream, which is when the switch happens. Maniac villain, I got that as uh, Rob Schneider in his normal body because basically you're introduced to him robbing a gas station and he doesn't get enough money. So he starts like cramming nachos into his bag and he's like drinking, <laughs> drinking, drinking the slush puffy straight out of the machine. <laughs> So he's a maniac, easily. Very much a maniac. I mean, as well, later on, he he suggests borrowing Rachel McAdams' body at the weekend so he can go to the strip club and repay gambling debts. Yeah, he he really doesn't want his body back, but... I was I was thinking, God, he really doesn't want it back. But then I was like, neither would fucking I. I had his body. So yeah, that was Schneider Scream, Maniac Villain, and also Schneider Sideburns or Facial Hair. He has big sideburns in this. As usual. He has a lot of facial hair as well later on. Yeah. Not great hair from Rob Schneider. Bad hair. Bad, bad hair. They use like a nostril trimmer on him. Loads of hairs coming out. <laughs> He's an undeniably hairy man. So that was my bingo. It was as the tw- as the change happened. So I'm going to say it was 18 minutes in. That I got that line. So as well as that, I had bald joke, which is a bit where he lists his problems. Uh, well, she in his body lists the problems. And one of them is, I think I'm going bald. Reference to weed. That's Adam Sanders' whole character saying you could put your weed in there. Bikinis. There's a bit of the... There's quite a few of like kind of like underwear-y bits. But I would say at the end, the bikini is when uh, Rob Schneider's in Rachel McAdams' body and has become like a stripper. And she's mm. wearing like a sort of sarong type thing. <laughs> also got Schneider Sings. He sings the Patty Cake song of Baseball Baseball Thinks He's Gonna Score. I also got Poo, which was... Something smells like bodies. dog. Yeah, I guess they go to the toilet, but also someone says, "Oh, something smells like dog poo," and it's just after Rob Schneider's been mowing the lawn and he's like sweaty, and they're like, "Oh, I think that's me." Oh. Yeah, so I got all of those. Only one I didn't get was Alan Covert, who's not in this because I don't think can't he likes believe Rob that. Schneider. 
Those guys just don't want to don't play like with. Fucking hell. Well, congratulations. You've won the uh, Schneider scale this week. So Thank you. I well thought done. this one was yeah, I thought it was pretty heavy on the tropes, to be honest. Maybe you oh, just it, got the wrong it was, just, are all actors, aren't they? So I got a very bad on our randomizer. I did yeah. very badly on mine. Yours was a lot better. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's heavy on tropes. It's just I was unlucky with the numbers. We've done our Schneider scale. We've spoken about the film. What would you like to do with this one? The um, hot chick runs past. So the hot chick is Rob Schneider in his stripper outfit. He's just been put back into his original body. And he's doing that little feral run he does in the film where he's like, yeah, yeah. it's sort horrible. Like crouched over. He runs past you, Luke, and he says, ah, help, I'm burning. You can either put the hot chick into the Sandler castle where he gets to go for a, a nice bath with Taquito rubbing its back, get some <laughs> wash off the fire, or it's being damned to eternity. You can't. They can't find the earrings. They have to live in each other's bodies. They're both unhappy. They both end up in the pit buried. Which choice would you like? Schneider going into the Sandler castle or Schneider going into the Sandler pit? I'm very losing any semblance of credibility, but this is definitely a very secure castle for me. I really enjoyed it. I really think that it could have been a lot better, definitely. I think Rachel McAdams is great. I think the side characters are all fun most of them the friends are good the parents are good there's enough kind of silly humor that i think that it justifies its existence i just wish that it wasn't rob schneider just anyone else would have been better but except for that i think that this was a pretty fun film so i'm gonna open up the castle and i'm gonna shove it into the schneider room it's the first entry or did yeah. we put the animal in here as well no the animal's in the pit solid for me because uh, what let- about you <laughs> Well, we let the animal into the castle for a bit and it kept peeing on the carpet. We had to... <laughs> this um, one doesn't have anyone fucking a goat. So, I mean, it's a bit better. Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> no. Right. So I was feeling quite cynical with this one. I'm not going to lie. Until <laughs> I came out. I was kind of ready to just be like, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's one of those ones for me that would go into the pit but be worth a revisit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you hold it up to that sort of scrutiny of it's aged badly, they're my biggest complaints of it is that there's a few bits where I was a bit like, oh, Jesus, can't believe they said Ridic- <laughs> Ridiculous but, Six has aged worse than this, and that's yeah. two years old. <laughs> and that's newer, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think for the most part, if you watch this film, it hits the tropes that I wanted from a body swap film, and I think that is the most important thing, to be honest. And there's enough sort of like horrible belly laughs of just absurd things happening. The biggest problem, yeah, it's there's a few stereotypes and a few like few words that just aren't used anymore. But at the time they were normal. You probably struggle to watch comedy films from that time that didn't have some of these bits in it. Yeah, I think other than being a bit bored, for the most part, I did enjoy it. And it has enough of a structure to be like regarded as an actual film. I'll reluctantly let it into the castle, <laughs> but not high up. It can be in the dungeon with like all the other early noughties Sandler films that we've let in just about. <laughs> so yeah. we're in agreement. It's in the turret. Mate, I don't know what's going on, but why well, we're, we we're 21 three films in a row. Into this. Yeah, I know. We need we need something bad, don't we? Yeah, we do. But we'll get onto that in a minute. Yeah. I can't remember what's our next week's, but okay. never mind. We'll find out soon. All right. So yeah, the hot chick has put on an earring at the exact same time as the wedding singer and they've swapped places and the wedding singer's in the pit now. No, I'm joking. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I must have uh, put an earring in just before we start recording and swapped place. My old horrible cynical self went out. You and Rob Schneider. Yeah, I'm just Rob. I'm the, I'm the real Rob. 
<laughs> yeah, in these last few weeks, our minds have definitely gone into the whole. I think we're in a bit of a war, aren't we? It's we're the new lockdown. Breathe. I think we've really made me lose it. Yeah, so maybe. Good. You know what? I think the best thing to sort of gauge it by is: Would you watch this film again? And I probably would. Yeah. And if someone said they were about to watch it, I would say, yeah, it's not, it's not bad. You might like it. Still dodgy, but is what it is. Let's go to a Sandler game, and I've designed one for you. Right, basically, I've made this game called Swipe Right for Sandler, and Sandler has it's just S A N D L R, like like grinder. (laughs) (laughs) So this game. What I've done, for some reason, okay, I don't know why I thought this was a good idea now that I'm looking at it. I've made eight very basic, like, dating profiles for Adam Sandler characters. (laughs) Right, a little bit of context. This man has not worked in so long. lost his fucking mind yeah this is this is what this months is, of furlough does to you this is peak insanity are you all right mate yeah Genuinely, no i, off, off I took record. a quick i took a quick break from <laughs> editing our three hour long grown-ups episode to do this this was the first thing i thought of right oh, fuck me right go on i've done these profiles it's like location age dislikes likes for each character, okay? I'm going to tell them to you, and you have to tell me which Adam Sandler character it is. I think I told would you I... this is quite easy, all right? And would I swipe right or left? Yeah, we can add that in. That's a nice little bit. What's oh, the, the good The what's game the good is one? called Swipe Right for Sandler. <laughs> I've, I've never been on a like a dating app, so I don't know how they work. The it's Swipe Right the good I one. I fucking met my bloody fiancé at university, you prick. I know. That... <laughs> yeah, swipe, swipe Right's the good one. Swipe Left's the bad one i mean i'm talking to the expert here this guy <laughs> rude i knew you'd like this one it's right up your street he fucking he loves <laughs> he loves an app right so this is the first one okay location new york age late 20s but acts like early 20s getting anything from that yet this sounds a bit like back in tim late 20s but acts early 20s is this mr deeds it's not. I'll tell you the next part. Dislikes hard work and my roommate's girlfriend. Likes oh, sports yeah. and hooters. This is Sonny Koufax from it Big is. Daddy. Correct. It is Sonny Koufax. And this is a definite left for Luke. Yeah, no good. Bad bloke. He needs to grow up, basically, like the mm-hmm. grown ups and grown ups. Next one. Age, early 50s. Location, Massachusetts. Does that mean anything to you yet? Massachusetts. Is this grown ups? It's not, no. Lenny um, Fedder. Nah, sorry, it's not Lenny Fedder. Dislikes, bullies and pranks. Dislike. Oh, wait, I know. This is, this is my favourite. This is Hubert Halloween. Yep. The rest of his likes were soup, safety and his red flask. Hubert Dubois is his name, right? Mm-hmm. This is a definite right for me. I really like him. He's a good bloke, probably. He's probably, have we agreed he's probably the best bloke? Yeah, um, I think so. I think we said he's up there. I think Robbie Hart's come close now, the wedding singer. Yeah, but he's no no Hubert. He's very good. Definite right. Okay, age, mid-20s, location, somewhere in America. I I couldn't find the exact one for this, so I went with somewhere (laughs) in America. Right, why do you keep saying mid-20s to all these ones that are definitely like... How old was Sandler during his 30s? I don't think I've said mid-twenties for any of the other ones. You did for uh, Big Daddy. Oh, yeah, late-twenties. I think that's how they played Sonny Koufax. They're all supposed to be just, like, fresh out of law school, aren't they? He looks 50 years old in that film. I know he he looks older, but that's how they play it. Uh, So this is a mid-twenties guy somewhere in America. Right, Uh, I'm not 100% at this point. 
All right, I'll carry on. Likes swimming pools, baths, and uh, magazines. Billy Madison. It is. It is Billy Madison. His dislikes are penguins, swans, and um, Eric, who's the guy who is the villain. Based on that, I'd probably go for a right until I learned about who he were. And His voice, like, oh, nah. the way he acts. Yeah. Bad bloke, probably. Let's see with this one. Age, early 40s. Location, New Hampshire, but also possibly Los Angeles. Uh, is this Jack? It's not, no. Likes torturing the neighbor, the neighbor's kid and avoiding oh. family time and also slow motion <laughs> bouncing breasts. So this, oh, for, for, oh, God. So this is our least favorite man. Why can't I not remember his name? Oh. What's going on? Michael Newman. It is. It's Mr. Worst, Michael Newman from Click. The worst man on earth. So um, would you swipe sorry, right Frank, for him? No. <laughs> the horrible, detestable gremlin of a man who's perverse and rude and hates his family and friends and everything about his life except working and no matter what frank karachi might think (laughs) might say he's a very very bad bloke and he's too bad to enjoy in that film what was his dislikes again that you wrote uh yeah so i've put dislikes nice wife and his loving parents oh yeah he really does dislike his nice wife and loving parent what a horrible man it's true okay next one age early 30s i think i might have got that one mixed up i think that's late 20s late 20s early 30s okay location connecticut and small town america i think i know but i want to hear the uh the rest likes hockey and grandma dislikes alligators golfing fashion and high society so this is uh happy gilmore from happy gilmore it is Happy Gilmore from Happy Gilmore. Would you swipe left or right for that? What did you say his dislikes were? Uh, golf in fashion, high society, and alligators. Yeah, probably. Like, didn't like high society, probably go right. Until yeah. you meet him and he's a fucking maniac. He's a nutter. Nah, nah, All right. good. All right, okay, let's go this one. Age, old, location, <laughs> Dewsbury. <laughs> Grandpa's balls. <laughs> old might be <laughs> this guy likes the mall helping out and the holidays he dislikes <laughs> wearing people leaving the fridge open and people walking around with their morning erections this is this is whitey devall and is. that's a fucking this is a well you don't know dating apps so this is a fucking super bloody like this oh, is a super swipe i love it i want to meet <laughs> that lovely lovely old fella <laughs> Nicest. That's swiping right. <laughs> That's just not right. That's a technical foul. Oh my that god, Whitey, what's he doing here? <laughs> Get out of here, Whitey. <laughs> Here's Look another one. Age, mid thirties. Location, Mandrake Falls. Likes being a hero and writing poetry. Dislikes cursing in front of women and being stuck up. Uh, this is a uh, Longfellow Deeds from Mister Deeds, and this would be a definite left. Oh. Well, I hate people who declare themselves as being lovely. He's not pro- He's not fucking lovely. He doesn't mention that he likes punching people in the fucking <laughs> face over and over again until they're in a neck brace. <laughs> it was he Alan is. Covert, though. Oh, yeah, true. If they'd said punching Alan Covert repeatedly, maybe that would be a right. But nah, yeah. left. All right. Last but not least, age, mid-30s, location, Los Angeles. Any idea yet? Jack. Mid thirties. Yeah, you're right. Actually, uh, not sure. All right. Dislikes confrontation and speaking to people. Likes pudding and dreaming of travel. <laughs> this is uh, Barry Egan from uh, Punch Drunk Love, right? Your man, your man Barry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you you keep making 
fucking statements that I love this guy. <laughs> Just because you is, like the film, it means you instantly so what, like the character. So what did you say? Yeah, exactly. And, that's, <laughs> and you mixed up sympathy for like me being like, oh, he, his actions are good. What was his bio again? He likes pudding and dreaming of travel, dislikes confrontation and speaking to people. Mm, I did originally left. I originally had that he likes um, hotlines, but I don't know if he does like hotlines because they he doesn't ruin like his life. They ruin his life. Um, <laughs> he likes smashing people's heads in, <laughs> smashing windows and heads. Yeah, he likes using a, a big bar to smack people with in the street. Yeah, um, don't we all? He likes being a superhero and having Superman's powers. <laughs> that the fucking thing that someone said. Yeah, and her yeah. red dress is his cape or something. No, I wouldn't. That'd be a left. Yeah, I think that would be for the best, for your own safety. Yeah, that was it. That was Swipe Right for Sandler. I don't think you did Swipe Right I, as much. I loved that game. That kind of says it all. Like, all his characters are so horrible. Like, you you wouldn't yeah. want to go near him, would you? For the most part, definitely not. But yeah, thank you for that. You're, That's all right. Your little uh, peak, in, peak lockdown insanity, that. That is it. That <laughs> was a good one. Up. Did you have a moment, though, whilst you were writing that? where you just kind of like looked at yourself in the black screen of your laptop and thought, what the fuck am I doing? Well, my screen was white because it, I had like the notepad app open. But um, ah. yeah, <laughs> no, I was <laughs> making those up with my fiance. So it was OK. It was like at least there's two better. of us. That's my excuse for everything. It's like, yeah. see, this is it. When I do it, I'm always alone. <laughs> so I'm in like my horrible, like in my loft room, doing things, making these games on my own. It's it's seedy and gross. You do it. You're with your fucking fiance. It's actually quite sweet. That was why I um, made Swipe Right for Sander, so that you could at least see a bit of hope. <laughs> if someone's going to super swipe for uh, Whitey Duval, then they're bound to do it for you. <laughs> One day. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. It's a lovely game. <laughs> Lovely film. We love really the hot enjoyed chick. that. We love the hot nice chick. We love the game. <laughs> no, I can't believe it. I think we started quite cynical. We ending on a bit of a high note, to be honest. Yeah. So um, we've been on a weird streak where we've now put, I think, three films or four films in a row into the castle. Yeah, blended and ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous six. six. That's insane that we've liked that one. Even and just the, the names chick. of these films are enough. When you're like, you wouldn't think a film called Hot Chick or a film called The Ridiculous Six is gonna. Uh, These are something. films I've given two stars or less to on Letterboxd, but I'm still like, I enjoyed it though. It's worth yeah. Castle, probably. <laughs> it's um, all fun. So, so we're talking of fun. What are we doing next week? Next week, we are watching the Adam Sandler drama film, oh, fuck. Rain Over Me, in which <laughs> he plays a guy who becomes socially repressed after his wife and children pass away in the 9-11 attacks. So a total shift. A huge tonal shift from this week. This Bloody is a, hell. This is a click level tonal shift. This is the total opposite <laughs> of what we've done this week. That's crazy. Uh, have you seen this before? Yeah. Yeah, I watched Rain Over Me a few times. Whereas, like, with some of the other more serious ones, when I watched them when I was younger, they didn't do it for me. And they're the ones that I kind of moved away from. Rain Over Me was one that I watched. I've not watched it many times because it is quite a like hard-hitting film. You know, it's not something you just switch on for a bit of enjoyment. But I remember watching it with my family and we were all like, that was a good film. And this was, I think this was the drama performance of Adam Sandler that stood out to me more than... I think I also watched maybe like Spanglish when I was younger. I hadn't seen Punch Drunk Love or obviously Uncut Gems has only just come out. Yeah, I remember quite liking it, but I don't know, revisiting it might not. This is a, a Madison 23, isn't it? Like 
what funny yeah, people this, were. This and funny people were the only when they were trying to get into serious films and then they gave up because it made no money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen this. I never even heard of it until you started telling me about I think it was this and eight crazy nights that stood out the most to me. Um, very different reasons, but this be one of the best double bills ever. This just sounds so depressing. That just made me think of. Do you know um, Studio Ghibli, the animation? Yeah. Thing? You know the film My Neighbor Totoro. When they released it, they did it as like a double bill with a film that they also made called like Grave of the Grave Fireflies. of the Fireflies. Oh my it's Christ! Like <laughs> it's like a really happy film and like the saddest film ever. That's the double bill you want, the Madison equivalent <laughs> of that. <laughs> That's a very, very niche reference yeah, for everyone out there. But yeah, I'm quite excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anything else you want to bloody, bloody say? Just don't don't judge us on our choices, please. Yeah, please don't <laughs> judge us. The last few weeks have been a bit weird. Everything's weird at the moment, including this. So how can people get in touch with us, Luke? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Pit, or they can email us thesandlerpit at gmail.com. So thank you, as always, to Joe Tyrone for the music. Thank you to Luke Terry, uh, as always, for your toiling and torture over having to do these podcast edits and the edits of the trailers. Uh, don't know how you do it. Thank you to Luke Thomas for your artwork and illustrations. Always, always a delight. Check those out on the Instagram. Join us next week for Rain Over Me. Uh, And until then, it's been a very happy Schneider buy from me and a very happy Schneider buy from him. I should have made love to you when I had the chance. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Didn't you know you could hear that?